Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying only on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had men and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, 
vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Friday night here on The Fringe FM. Thank you all for tuning in. If you'd like to contact us, www.thesecretteachings.info. Find the information for the email and the Facebook page on the website, rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. And this week has been a little bit nostalgic for me as I talked about earlier this week. Last night we had a best of show. We try to do that once a week, a best of show. But I was talking about how I used to go into the old radio station and I used to uh, I used to talk about a lot of stuff, but I used to talk about secret societies. And people would make fun of me for that or think it was kind of interesting, but they really didn't know a lot about it. So we talked about secret societies on Tuesday's show. And I, I was taking a drive on Wednesday this week, and I was thinking about the show. So this was the day after the show about secret societies. And I, I just was thinking about the nostalgia of some of the things that we used to talk about and some of the things that other radio shows used to talk about. And there has been, I think, a, a hyper repoliticizing of a lot of radio shows, a lot of radio hosts, a lot of subjects have been repoliticized. And I mean really it's kind of difficult to have any conversation without a political tone to it. Even the paranormal, even occultism has a political tone to it, not just because of TikTok witches or people that want to bind a the president or they want to, you know, draw down the moon to bring harm to Republicans because they don't like Republicans or something. Uh, you, you don't see any like Republican witches trying to do that to Democrats. It's very weird. So it's repoliticized or just politicized in general. And, uh, you know, when I first began radio, uh, I didn't just talk about secret societies. One of the topics that was a very well-known topic to a lot of people was like the Federal Reserve, fractional reserve banking, the history of banking in general, the history of uh, the Federal Reserve in 1913. There were so many different things that were discussed and talked about on radio, and it was really before podcasting was as big as it is now. This was almost 11 years ago. Podcasting has grown you know, exponentially since then. But the Federal Reserve is a topic that's like really important, but we don't talk about the Federal Reserve anymore. We talk about like Bitcoin. And that's really like where the public discussion has gone in terms of conspiracies and finance has gone from the Federal Reserve and fractional reserve banking to like Bitcoin and, uh, you know, like what do they call Bitcoin mining uh, and digital currencies. And it's kind of mesh, like a mixed mix between technology and money because of you having like your Apple Pay or your smartphone pay and things like that. And we just kind of forget about like the danger of inflated paper money, let alone the danger of something like digital currency that can be added or deleted based on your social adherence to what's considered acceptable behavior, like a social credit score from China, which has already been uh, openly 
I think, in, in some ways, more covertly in others, but has been openly utilized here in the United States and some other countries. I mean, basically, you have a social credit score because if you do not say online or if you do not, I guess you could say, if you don't promote or attack the right things at the right time, then you're banned or you're blocked or you're shadow banned. So that's kind of like a social credit score. And it's the same thing when you go out in public. If you don't do exactly what everyone else is doing, if you're not cleaning with toxic chemicals, if you're not terrified of viruses, then you don't fit into that paradigm and you're excommunicated and you're a bad person. You're like the the Chinese government used to list people whose parents were opposed to the communist rule, whose parents were maybe nationalists or people that were capitalists, and they would say that they had a bad family background. They had bad genetics. Kind of sounds like eugenics a little bit. So anyway, we talked about Federal Reserve and secret societies. And one of the big things, of course, back in 2008, 9, 10 still, and it's really just disappeared in the last 10 years, is any remembrance of September 11th. You know, every year we have like an anniversary and people might talk about it on radio or you maybe you hear about, you know, you have a family member, somebody's in the military, somebody served in some war. So you kind of have that remembrance. But it's like 9-11, never forget. But there are only certain things you're supposed to not forget and other things you're supposed to forget. Like remember 20 years ago, it's kind of weird to say that, but 20 years ago, 20 years ago, and I, I, 20 years ago, I was nine years old, so I didn't know what was going on. But 20 years ago when this happened, and then as I got older, you know, 10, 11 years ago, and I started to learn about these things, uh, topics like the Patriot Act were still hot topics. And it took, it took years. It took actually before 9-11, but it took decades for the public in general to recognize that there was a massive surveillance state. Like, I remember talking about the surveillance state and talking about how televisions spy on you, not because it was my opinion or I listened to someone else tell me that, but because I read it on the website of big tech companies like Samsung. It says on their privacy section of their website, our our TV listens to you, and it, it says, be careful what you say because we'll transfer this data to law enforcement. And now PlayStation's doing that in 2020. Microsoft's been doing that for a long time with Xbox Live. And these were things that were just paranoid delusions of some far right or some group of people that believe in conspiracies or something like that. And even though the Patriot Act was a clear violation and other acts, uh, even the National Defense Authorization Act, I think, which is up for renewal uh, soon, these were things that you either didn't know about or you knew about and supported them because of the name Patriot. Oh, it's a Patriot Act. It's a defense act. It's good. It's patriotic. It's defensive. It's not offensive. It's the defense department, not the offensive department. Or you knew about them and you were opposed to them. So when I would get together with people uh, over a decade ago and I would go to like a, a rally or an event and Occupy Wall Street, something like in the Fed, which was really popular with Dr. Ron Paul, because he kind of started that movement. He wrote the book in the Fed. And um, things like that, like the exposure of Kinsey and economics, and um, 
other related subjects dealing with economics or being anti-war or exposing the, the corruption of, of, of government officials, no matter what color their tie was. And all of that just seems to, at first, it went from like Republicans and Democrats into extremists that were not Republican or Democrat, and then that shifted into people aren't really even extremists, and they're not extremists on any part of the political spectrum. Uh, the, the, the social conversation has deteriorated into violence and aggression, and it seems like people have an inability to communicate how they feel about things and they literally just regurgitate and repeat talking points. And there isn't a lot of original thought. I mean, whereas there used to be a little bit more of original thought 10 years ago, and I'm sure 20 years ago and 30 years ago, but original thought has been all but exterminated. And so after 9-11, you have the Patriot Act, October 26th of 2001. So remember remember when 9-11 was September 11th? Well, a little over a month later, the Patriot Act was passed. And, and the Patriot Act is a, a massive document. And uh, you can look it up, Patriot Act, and it'll bring it up U.S. Congress, and you can look at the, uh, the file. I actually have a copy of it on my desk. Because as I was, I was thinking about secret societies and nostalgia this week, I thought, you know what, I really want to go through and like organize and clean up my my little tiny storage closet, which is just a giant walk-in closet where my, it's basically my son's room. It's big enough to be a room. So I go in there and I go through these papers and I found a copy of the Patriot Act. Like I have a whole, I have a whole box of 9-11 stuff, like where the BBC and others are reporting, hey, the hijackers are still alive. They didn't die. You know, things like, oh, the five dancing Israelis. Oh, look at that comic book on September 11th called I think it was called like the big lie or something like that. And then, oh, look, there's a copy of the Patriot Act. I don't know how many people have a copy of the Patriot Act sitting around, but I did. It was in a box. So I pulled it out, and I was looking at the Patriot Act online, and I I pulled a copy of it, and uh, I've got the PDF. If you want a copy, I can send it to you, rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. So I'm looking at the Patriot Act, and I was thinking, like, we used to talk about this kind of thing. Like, what happened? Like, this was important. Remember when people used to make the, make the comparison? They were like, 9-11, it's just like the Reichstag fire. Remember, they, they dressed up some people like communists, and they uh, burned down the Reichstag, the German parliament building, and blamed it on the, the enemy, and they used that to take power. You know, I, I'm not quite sure how accurate that is in retrospect, because the communists had overrun Germany, and Hitler put a stop to it. And I think a lot of that history of Hitler in early 1930s Germany is really just communist propaganda because the victor writes the history books. But nevertheless, it's the same idea. Let's, if Hitler did burn down the Reichstag and then used that because he did it, if he used that as an excuse to take power, I mean, maybe he did. I don't. Who the hell knows? I don't know. It, but it is, it's the similar, it's a very similar thing. And I remember pe- people were pointing out, you know, 12 years ago, hey, look, how is it that the Patriot Act, which is like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages, how was this thing written and then passed in less than a month or around a month after 9-11? So I guess, like, if you 
if you began writing the Patriot Act the morning of September 11th, you're like, wow, this is unbelievable what just happened. Let's write 132-plus pages or around 132 pages uh, on how to define terrorism and how to stop terrorism in the future. Let's just write that real quick, and then we'll get the Congress and the Senate and the President to sign off on it. And you can do all that in a month and a half. Like, you can't even get Congress sometimes to vote on giving themselves a pay raise. You can't even get people to agree on, especially today, on, like, virus check stimulus. But everybody came together and wrote this. Okay, sure, maybe they did. But there used to be, like, a little well-controlled speculation. Like Maybe they had this thing on the shelf and they were waiting for a new Pearl Harbor. Remember, that's what George Bush Jr. called it, a new Pearl Harbor. And that's what they called it in the Project for the New American Century, which was written before 9-11 by neocons and people like um, Dick Cheney and others. And they said that um, short of a new Pearl Harbor, this is how the U.S. would reassert its dominance in the world. And that we would go into all these countries and we would uh, overthrow leaders and install puppets in those countries. I mean, just a, it's a long history of, of, of that anyway. But that was PNAC, and then you had the Patriot Act, and like people used to be worried and concerned about these types of things. And then remember, remember when you had the ACTA and PIPA, these internet bills, and even like all the people, I remember there were people I knew that just at, at the time, you know, that didn't like care at all about anything like this, but they were, they were internet, you know, warriors and they loved to be on the internet and play games. And as soon as there was like a concern over internet, you know, shut down, it was, it was a big issue for those kinds of people. But then that disappeared and they just changed the name of the bills and, you know, they use the names like Patriot. Like, oh, it's patriotic. It's great. It's patriotic. So this is a good thing. Well, over the last 20 years, since the Patriot Act was passed and since it was officially made law October 26, 2001, I mean, if you go through this thing, it's enormous, okay? So this would take you probably a couple of days to read couple of additional days to really understand people that signed off on this most of them just like any bill any law nobody goes through and reads hundreds or even in some cases tens of thousands of pages it's just like what nancy pelosi said just pass it and then we'll see what's in it oh sure let me sign my name to this and then we'll see you know see what i signed did i sign my soul away the patriot act defines terrorism it explains, based on Title 18, Section 2331 of U.S. Code, how terrorism is to be defined. And you can pull not only the Patriot Act up, but you can pull up Title 18, U.S. Code, Section 2331, and it will be quoted in the Patriot Act of what exactly terrorism is. So here's what the Patriot Act says. Domestic terrorism defined, and it's based on Section 2331 of Title 18 of United States Code, and it's amended, and it goes through, I mean, there's a lot of legal jargon, in uh, paragraph 1B, by striking, by assassination or kidnapping, and inserting by mass destruction, assassination or kidnapping. And it kind of amends what these definitions mean based on uh, Title 18, Section 2331 of U.S. Code. And it goes on to say, the term domestic terrorism means activities that, A, involve acts dangerous to human life, 
that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. So that's an important little note in the Patriot Act. Involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. Terrorism. Appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population. That's important. To influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. That's really important. To affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping and occur primarily within the territorial jurisdiction of the United States. Conforming Amendment Section 3077 of Title 18 U.S. Code is amended to read as follows. Acts of terrorism means an act of domestic or international terrorism as defined in Section 2331 U.S. Code. So it's a lot of legal jargon here, but there are a couple key points. Domestic terrorism is an act that is dangerous to human life, an act that is a violation of criminal laws of the United States or of any state. There are many things that are happening right now that are a violation of criminal laws, that are a violation of federal and state laws. And terrorism is also the act of intimidating or coercing a civilian population to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. So if you just look up the word intimidation, you know, coercion and intimidation are, are, are pretty obvious what they mean. But if you look up the word intimidation, Intimidation means having a frightening, overawing, or threatening effect. It's something that frightens somebody. That's intimidation. You intimidate them. I mean, you know what intimidation is. You know what coercion is. Persuading somebody to do something by using force or by using threats. And I find it really interesting that all of these... In Section 802, Definitions of Domestic Terrorism in the Patriot Act, all of those things are being violated right now. And although I didn't like the idea of the Patriot Act and a lot of people spoke out against it, we kind of forgot about it. But let's just, you can forget for a moment, just for a moment, about constitutional law and just look at this one little section in the Patriot Act and all of these things a lot of them are being violated now with coronavirus restrictions. I find that really interesting because people are being coerced and persuaded to do things by threat of force or threat of something else. You won't have a job. You can't go out in public. You can't associate with people. You have to quarantine yourself. You have to wear a mask. You have to get a vaccine. And it's all supposed to be done because of public health yet no one can actually provide any information to show how it's good for public health. All they can do is tell you there's going to be really nasty side effects of a vaccine. Bill Gates says 700,000 people are going to die from a vaccine. They're openly telling you that the vaccine is not effective. Well, they'll say it's effective, but then they'll show you 90% of the people that got it in the trial got really, really sick. And some people are reported to have actually died from it. The flu vaccine has already killed upwards of hundreds of people this year, but nobody's dying of the flu, right? Which is why they're, they're, they're going to, and I'm sure they already are in places, continue to sell uh, the flu shot under the guise of, look, nobody's getting the flu now. The flu shot works. Get a flu shot too. Get two flu shots. Get three. Hell, why not get four or five? Get half a dozen. You know, get a baker's dozen. Take them home. Give your fa- friends and family some flu shots. This is domestic terrorism. It is terrorism in general. Coercion, 
persuasion, intimidation, making people afraid. What will happen if you don't do this? It's the insinuation. Now, the way that I see this from a legal standpoint is if you were to try to prosecute people under the Patriot Act for these kinds of things, you'd have a real hard time doing it because it's not the politicians, it's not governors or mayors per se, it's the average person that you come into contact with out in public. It's that person who intimidates and tries to coerce you. It's that person who's terrified and tries to make you afraid. How dare you don't social distance or wear a mask. You're trying to hurt me and my family. It's that person. These are the people that are causing the direct issue. And it's very much like the movie V for Vendetta. If you want to know who's responsible, you need only look into a mirror. I know why you did it. You're afraid of disease and war and terrorism. And there are those who are more responsible and they will be held accountable. But if truth be told, you're looking for the guilty. You need only look into a mirror. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this right here on The Fringe FM. Don't go anywhere and don't forget to check out our $40 end-of-the-year subscription deal. $40 gets you the entire show archive, all the montages, all my books in digital form, and a physical book, www.thesecretteachings.info. You can donate there or rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay with us. There's more after this. more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the montage archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. 
you will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM So you love talk radio then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday. And I was thinking that 20 years ago, September 11th, 
2001, about two decades ago, we had this terrorist attack, or at least that's what it was called. And it was insinuated and implied that the act of terrorism was directed at the United States from external outside forces, you know, Al-Qaeda, involvement with the Taliban terrorist organizations. And one of the things that I used to point out when I became an adult and I got into radio, totally unrelated to everything else, I didn't know what was going on. I still really don't know what's going on. But I would point out that, sure, what happened that morning was certainly an act of terrorism, And let's say that there were these external groups involved, but those in the United States government and in the media that used those events to obtain what they wanted, what they desired, what they had planned, this is also an act of terrorism. Terrorism, despite the fact that you can redefine it, and you can say that terrorism's like racism, that white people are the only racists and nobody else can be racist, which is preposterous. And some people suggest that terrorism is simply an action that is carried out against your country and that your country can't be responsible for any kind of act of terrorism against another country or a group of people or against its own citizens for that matter. But it obviously can be. Terrorism is merely a means of intimidation and fear, and it's an attempt to obtain something from a government through that intimidation, fear, and violence against the citizens, against the government, against the country, to try try to coerce the government into granting your demands. That's what terrorism is. And, you know, we've seen quite a bit of stuff in the last few months that could be, and I think, and I do, classify as acts of terrorism. And they are some of them are small, some of them are maybe a little bit more, you know, obvious and, and larger. Uh, but one of the things I think is an act of terrorism is when you have people like this, you have Eric Garcet, the mayor of Los Angeles, and this guy has been um, sexually aroused at his power for many, many months now. This is the guy who said, if you have a party, we will shut it down and arrest you. We will cut off the water and the electricity to your house. Now, I don't care if Ebola is spreading. And I don't care if this is the United States of America or it's the People's, quote-unquote, Republic of China. That is not something that a leader should be saying or doing or threatening. That is an act of domestic terrorism. Do what we say, or we will arrest you, cut off your power and your water. But he actually went beyond that recently. Now he's saying we will also, we'll cancel everything. There's no more anything. You're under our authority now. This is the mayor of Los Angeles. Listen to this evil, evil, James Bond-like villain. The choices between us are stark, between health and sickness between care and apathy, and yes, between life and death for too many of the people that fear, fear, fear. My message couldn't be simpler. It's time to hunker down. It's time to cancel everything. And if it isn't essential, don't do it. Don't meet up with others outside your household. Don't host a gathering. Don't attend a gathering. 
and following our targeted safer at home order. If you're able to stay home, stay home. And see, this is what I don't understand. They've told us that staying home, that's where most of the transmission comes from. And then they've told us that the transmission comes from these five places. You see these articles. These five places is where you're going to get the virus. This is where you're going to get the virus. This is what Fauci said. This is what these doctors said. Uh, I read an article that said, Jewish doctor operates on a man with COVID who had Nazi tattoos. This is all just a fake reality. That's all that it is. It's a giant reality show. And people like this are literally actors. But let's go beyond the acting. According to the United States Patriot Act, remember the Patriot Act? that a lot of people just forgot about. Remember all the laws, all the executive orders that people forgot about? I love how some people politically were really, anything Donald Trump did, they, oh, it's horrible. Oh, he signed a bill making it a federal offense, an executive order making it a federal offense to harm an animal. Oh, he signed a bill allowing, or an executive order allowing for people to try whatever medicine they wanted. Oh, these are horrible things. But the National Defense Authorization Act, that was good. Oh, the Patriot Act. That Remember when liberals were, like, opposed to the Patriot Act because it was put into law under a Republican administration? Now, you either don't know about the Patriot Act, you remember it like I do, and think that it should be removed. And... Uh, you get a few people that are just like, yeah, I know about it, and I, uh, I'm, I'm good with that because it keeps us safe. And it took how many years? It took, like, front-page Snowden photographs to, in the USA Today, I remember getting a copy of the USA Today when, it, when the story broke. I was going to CBS Radio that morning, and I got a copy of the, of the USA Today with Snowden on the front. And it was just all about the spying. And, oh, they definitely spied. No warrants, no, no permission, just a total violation of the United States Constitution, a total violation of your trust and authority and your trust in government, a total violation of the Republic, a total violation of your privacy. And it was on the front page, and that got some people to recognize, like, oh, maybe, maybe uh, it's not a paranoid, delusional conspiracy theory that I'm being watched and listened to and everything I'm doing is being recorded. I mean, hell, the CIA told you that in Wired Magazine how many years ago? They, the director said, we'll spy on you through your dishwasher. Remember that? I mean, I, listen, I went through a box of old news articles, and this is where I found a copy of the Patriot Act in there when I was going through this box. And I just pulled out, like, just random things that are coming to my mind right now. I pulled out articles that are like, yeah, Amazon's Alexa is going to have a smart microchip in it, um, and it's going to be connected to this and that and like little stories that just nobody remembers. I don't remember reading that. And then I find a copy of the article. I apparently covered it at one point. All those things, all that, and so much more that we don't know about, all of that's happening. It's all implemented. Is it any wonder that we can't really figure out what's going on, that we're so confused all the time, that we're so afraid that we just kneel, we bow, we lick the boot of authority. We're intimidated by what we're told. Stay home. Cancel everything, says the mayor of Los Angeles. Cancel everything. No more Christmas. No more Thanksgiving. Hunker down. Stay at home. You're safer at home. Like this is this is like North Korea stuff. This is communist China. This is the Soviet Union. This is Nazi Germany. 
Why is it that everyone always says it's Nazi Germany? Why doesn't anyone say, hey, this is communist China, with the exception of a handful? Why, don't, why doesn't anybody say, hey, this is North Korea? Well, because those countries are communist. And if we dare say that this is communist in nature, it's authoritarian, doesn't matter what you call it, then we expose that a lot of these people are, in a sense, and some of them absolutely directly, they're literal communists. Like Kamala Harris, she might not be a, a, a card-carrying communist, but this woman's like equality of outcome. Everybody gets the same thing at the same destination. You know what that means? That means you're all poor and beholden to her as the great leader who makes the sun and the moon rise and fall, makes the stars shoot across the sky, makes the, the daytime warm and the nighttime cool. She's the great leader. And how many times have you heard Joe Biden say, or Harris say, it's a Harris-Biden administration? It's just unbelievable, the, the, the fraud and the gaslighting and the deception. And I think that these people need to be prosecuted in the web that they wove, which is the name of tonight's show, about weaving webs. Weaving webs. Look at the webs that have been woven over the last 20 years. Unwarranted spying, trading of data and information, creating this digital virtual environment where you're basically cloned. Someone owns your data, someone owns your information, some big corporation. And it can be used to not only sway your opinions and your thoughts when you purchase something online, but it can be used to persuade you to vote for someone, or it can be used to persuade you to accept that an illegitimate, fraudulent election was not only verified and legitimate, and that there's no such thing as election fraud, but that there are offices of the president-elect which don't exist, and they show Joe Biden in front of like three people, two people running a camera, and one person with a cue card because the guy can't remember where he's at. And they make it seem like it's like a thousand people in the room cheering for this, which would still be a small amount, cheering for this wonderful leader who looks like, and the guy looks like some kind of uh, literal demon that the, the flesh is melting off of his face, like the Ark of the Covenant or something. But all, all these webs that have been weaved, the spying, the terrorism, things that used to be like popular topics, and that's all been replaced by QAnon and deep states and cabals. What about the Patriot Act? I think that still matters. I think the webs that have been weaved over the last 10, 15, 20 years, and even before that, but especially within my lifetime of what I can remember, in the last 20 years, these webs that have been weaved, I think it's time to prosecute people under these webs that have been weaved. I think it's time to prosecute people under the Patriot Act. And I got a copy of the Patriot Act right here. It says, Section 802, Definitions of Domestic Terrorism. And it redefines or helps to amend domestic terrorism as a definition in Section 2331 of Title 18 of U.S. Code, which I also have a copy of here as well. And it says, The term domestic terrorism means activities that involve acts of, uh, of danger to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States, or of any state. So if you have people that are telling you that you, even though you have asthma or you have a respiratory problem, you cannot literally breathe in a mask. I don't care what you think about masks otherwise, but you can't breathe in a mask. 
and you tell people, hey, look, I can't breathe in this thing, all right, like George Floyd, I can't breathe, man, I can't, I can't choke, I can't choke, I can't choke, I'm on fentanyl. You tell people you can't breathe, they tell you, I don't care. They tell you, I don't care what the law is if you can cite the law. Sue me. I don't care. You wear it. You don't shop here. You wear it. You don't participate in society. You wear it or it's over. You don't get to live anymore. You isolate and you have drones bring you everything and you are slowly phased out of the human experience because you refuse to acquiesce and participate. And the fear of what will happen if you don't do that, even if it makes you sick, even if you wear glasses and you can't see with the damn thing because it fogs them up and you have to remove your glasses and walk around barely able to see all day, no matter what it is, something as simple as that, as simple as that, is a violation of Title 18, U.S. Code, Color of Law, Section 242, any kind of, of mandate or order or dictum, anything that is harmful to human health, anything. I mean, I could read you the whole thing. I'm just kind of paraphrasing and giving you a general overview. But you go to the Department of Justice website, which somebody told me was, a, was, a, was not true, but you can go there. Title 18, Section 242, whoever under any color of any law, statute, ordinance, regulation, or custom willfully subjects any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district to the deprivation of any rights, privileges, or immunities secured or protected by the Constitution or laws of the United States shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than one year or both, and if bodily injury results from the acts committed in violation of this section, and it goes on and on. Title 18, 242, color of law. You don't deprive people of their right or privilege protected by the Constitution or the laws of the United States. So when someone says to you, what is your medical condition? You know that under the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, and you know that under HIPAA, and you know that under other federal laws, people that have medical conditions are protected classes of people. You'd think differently if you saw somebody in a wheelchair or someone that couldn't hear very well. But it's different if someone has a, a, a respiratory problem or if someone is like legitimately like paranoid, uh, uh, claustrophobic. They can't have something over their face or whatever the case might be. And I don't care what you think and what your opinion is. That's not the law. And I don't care what your opinion is of the law. It's still the law. And if it wasn't for that law, you wouldn't even be able to have the opinion that you have about why you disagree with the law. When you look at something like the Patriot Act and something as simple as something, an action, some type of thing that's dangerous to human life, that's a violation of criminal laws of the United States, that's an act of domestic terrorism under the Patriot Act Section 802. So, all the business owners, all the governors, the mayors, the doctors, all the people that are like, I don't care if you have a medical condition. I don't care if you're sick from something else. You will wear the mask. You will participate in exactly what we want you to do, or you will not live in this society anymore. What happens? Well, nothing really happens because nobody has the balls or the time or the money to sue people, to take people to court. And that's, that's really just the, that's how the, 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 the republic crumbles because no one understands how the system works. 
even when you have these horrible webs that have been weaved like the Patriot Act, and you can define clearly that what some people are doing are are acts of domestic terrorism, frightening people, terrifying people. I mean, just look at the way that people go into stores and they take pictures of other people who are not working there, who are just shopping. They take pictures of them and they send them to the company. Look, you had a customer in your store without a mask. Why aren't you sending people out there to forcibly put people in masks? Because you can't force people to do that, you communist jackbooted thug. Who do you think you are? I don't care if it's a mask. What's next? You know what's next? A vaccine. CNN just reported that vaccination cards are going to be issued to everyone after getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Of course. I told you that 10, 11 months ago. We've talked about things like that for over, over 10 years. You'll have to have your health pass. It's going to be different than the paper bitta. Papers, please. Can I see your papers? Where are you going, sir or ma'am? I need to see your papers. Do you have your papers? You don't need those kinds of papers like, hey, are you a citizen? It's, hey, did you get vaccinated? It's the perfect scam. And the people that are doing this, they're violating human decency. They're breaking the social uh, contract. And they're violating so many federal laws and so many state laws and so many international laws. They're violating with vaccines the Geneva Convention and the Nuremberg Code. They're violating things that a lot of you know about, the ADA, but they're violating even the Patriot Act. I mean, like, you could prosecute some of these people on, on like, dozens of different things, dozens of violations. I mean, the Supreme Court in Michigan and in, and the Supreme Court of the United States even told the governor of California, uh, not California, of New York, you don't have the authority, sir. And he says, I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Well, right there, you're out of office. But nobody has the, the balls to do that. Like, I want to know where, I, want, I would like to know, where are the real men? Where are the real leaders? You can say what you want about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not really that much of a real leader. Sure, he pulls the U.S. out of the climate accord. Sure, he pulls the U.S. out of the, of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Sure, he signs you know, bills or executive orders that says you can, you can treat yourself and you get a second chance if you're in prison for some kind of nonviolent drug offense. Like Those are good things. But a leader, a real leader, he's not a real leader. I don't think we've seen a real leader for decades. A real leader would go after these people. I mean, even if they're not the president, where are the congressmen and the congressmen? Where are the senators at? Where's the legislator at in any of these states? Well, I guess they are there, right? They tell the governor of Michigan, you don't have the authority to do anything you're doing. And the governor says, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. And if there's no repercussions for it, they just get away with it. Because evil, diabolic, and malicious people understand how our system of government works And they found ways to subvert it. They found ways to taint it. They found ways to abuse it. I mean, the system works if it's used to a large degree. One of the better systems that's ever been devised for a form of government. But if you're not going to use it, you're not going to use those powers, then what's the point? You you might as well just live in, in a military dictatorship or a medical dictatorship. I mean, you have just about as much of a chance as the average person 
forming some kind of like resistance and resisting that dictatorship and that 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 authoritarian control as you do uh people in congress of the senate saying uh, you know what i'm not really worried about re-election what i'm worried about is the violation of law and we're going to prosecute these people right now period and there are some lawyers that are doing it we've talked to rick martin from the constitutional law group he's tried to do it you know you don't get any because nobody wants to stand out I mean, you've got a handful of sheriffs, a handful of lawyers, a handful of legislators, and a, and a handful of Supreme Court justices or federal judges that, like in New York, the federal judges also told Cuomo and de Blasio, you can't restrict religious gatherings. And Cuomo says, hey, I wrote a book about how I killed old people. I actually saved them. I didn't kill them. And I don't care what you say. I'm in charge. They don't, the governor doesn't even understand how the rule of law works, or they understand it and they just refuse to abide by it. And it's this just illusion that, no, it's still the United States. No, this is a free, open world for a lot of people. They can travel and do what they want, and there are other free countries. And Well, except for the fact that all of you guys up there in Canada, your chief medical officer, Dr. Williams, he says you ain't going to be able to go anywhere unless you wear your personal protective equipment. But, you know, it's okay because these are authorities and they're telling us what to do and we're afraid of what's going to happen if we don't do it. We're maybe, you could say, intimidated and coerced and persuaded to do things we otherwise wouldn't do. And we're told to do those things that are, in some cases, a, a dangerous act, a, a threat to our life, which is a violation of criminal laws, federally, state, the Nuremberg Code, the Patriot Act. Like, the noose that these people nodded for us, we can put their head in it. They're violating the Patriot Act, which is a federal law. To intimidate or coerce a civilian population, Section 802, B.I., to intimidate or coerce a civilian population is an act of domestic terrorism, at least in the United States. And there are other similar laws in other countries. I mean, little, little, little statements like this. Here, here's the chief medical officer, Dr. Williams, in Canada. But will you, as the chief medical officer of health, in any way make some sort of mandatory uh, vaccination uh, recommendation? So similar to our, our all our immunization programs in the province of Ontario, um, and we have some special acts related to that, like the Immunization of School Pupils Act, etc. Uh, we can't force someone to take a vaccine. Uh, that's clear, and because we want to make sure that people say they only would want it, and we want to make sure we have all the information they need, as well as all the safety information, etc. Uh, what we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease in getting into certain settings, if you don't have vaccination, then you're not allowed into that oh. setting without other protections oh, okay. materials. So okay. what may be mandatory is proof uh, of immunization or vaccination with a proper product in order to have latitude and freedom to move around in certain, like to access into long-term care facilities or the hospital, different things, without wearing other types of form of uh, personal protective equipment, et cetera. Same as with school attendance. It may be much like our other vaccines. Uh, we haven't gone there yet, but we would make it mandatory for access in and sometimes being excluded if there's a risk or a hazard going on. So it's more of... Um, 
facility of movement and around that, not that someone is going to be forced to take it against their will. Exactly. And see, that that might be one of the most honest statements that any person in a position of power has made this year in government, in authority, telling you, well, we can't force you to take it. Even in Canada, the chief medical officer, Dr. Williams, says, we can't force you to take this. But then tells you what I've been telling you, what others have been telling you. They can't force you to take it. And you might be afraid, oh, there's going to be forced vaccine, mandatory vaccine. No, there won't be. You won't have to get it. Like, they're not going to force you to get it at gunpoint. But if you don't get it, life as you know it is over. You're not going to be able to go to a sporting event, a bar, a restaurant. You're not going to be able to go out into public and hang out with friends. You're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to go to the movies. You're not going to be able to travel across borders, domestically or internationally. You're not going to be able to go anywhere and do anything. And they they scare you by telling you, mandatory vaccines. Oh, no, I'm not getting one. Okay, well, we can't make it mandatory. Oh, thank God. But if you want to participate in society, you will take a vaccine. Dr. Williams up there in Canada... He's actually being a little bit honest. We can't force you to take them. That's in Canada, not the United States. But if you don't take it, well, you're not going to be able to participate in society anymore. Well, that's what they're doing in the United States and other countries, at least in the United States. I think these people should be prosecuted under the United States Patriot Act, Public Law 10756, October 26, 2001, Section 802, Definition of Domestic Terrorism. To intimidate or coerce a civilian population, I'd say that telling people we can't make it mandatory to get a vaccine, but if you want to buy food, if you want to have friends, if you want to have a relationship, if you want to get married, if you want to go to a funeral, if you want to go to your kid's birthday party out in public, you want to have a birthday party, you want to have a celebration, you want to go to work, you want to make money, you want to eat, you want to drink, you want to be merry and happy, you're going to take the vaccine. Well, that's intimidation and coercion. That's duress. And these people should be prosecuted to the fullest extent and beyond of the law for committing acts of treason, not just against the U.S. Republic, but for committing acts of treason against decency in human society, in human civilization, violating the social contract, and then telling you what they're doing to you as if they're bragging about it, knowing that you as an individual will never stop it. But as a group who understands this, resistance is the only way to stop it. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy. This is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and TalkStream Live. 
where the normal and paranormal collide. It's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings, where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future 
all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true re reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. You're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. You can catch the show five nights a week right here on The Fringe. Check out thefringe.fm, the new website. You can download the Fringe FM app for your phone so you can listen to all of the shows on The Fringe FM. You can also give us a shout-out on the app, and you can click on that on-demand section to listen to some of your favorite shows whenever you want. You can also visit our website and Subscribe to the archive at thesecretteachings.info. Get access to all of our shows, all the shows we've done this week, last week, and all the years prior with great guests and timeless subjects. Sometimes I like to have a, a little bit of nostalgia for the past, what we've done on radio, and this week I've been feeling very nostalgic. I talked about secret societies on Tuesday, something we used to discuss quite a bit. Secret societies and especially the Masons, as being this like responsible party for everything horrible that happens in the world. It's really been replaced by the deep state and the cabal. At least that was my argument on Tuesday. And other things like, you know, the Patriot Act. I remember all the outrage for the Patriot Act? You know, liberals in particular. You're violating my right to privacy. You're a horrible, horrible person, George Bush. Remember all the people mad at George Bush? I was one of them. I didn't like George Bush. And I got caught up in this weird vortex of, of political identity. And then I said, you know what? I really don't like this Obama guy either because he's doing the same thing. And the liberals were like, now shut up. Shut up. He's a good person. He's black. Don't you dare say something about Obama. And then Obama passed the National Defense Authorization Act. Remember that? The ND, uh, NDAA. The NDAA. I think that's up for renewal. You know, nobody really cared much about that, where it essentially identifies America as a potential battlefield and citizens as enemies. It's pretty easy to identify an individual as an enemy of the state when the state doesn't represent the rule of law, when the state is out of control authoritarian. 
There are some things that the state has done that are nooses that they've woven, webs that they've weaved. For us, not for you or me in particular, but for anybody, they've weaved for the the peons and the proles, the proletariat, the profane, to control, to manipulate, to coerce, to intimidate into getting what they want as authorities. And some of those things can be turned around and used to prosecute those people for violations of their own orders and laws and their own executive uh, decisions and whatever it might be. I mean, executive orders, laws, whatever. You have to understand this, this magical game of wordplay and understand the double standard between authority and those who supposedly put that authority into power. You've got governors and mayors and doctors and celebrities, Speaker of the House, senators, members of Congress, telling you to wear a mask and social distance, but then they don't do it, and they're on video having parties with no mask, with their scientific medical advisors with no mask, not social distancing, indoors, close quarters. Shows you that they're not really that scared, are they? They're not really that worried of getting sick. It's like Klaus Schwab said, COVID-19 is not a threat. We will use it to bring in the Great Leap Forward. I mean the Great Reset which is what the Great Reset is. It's, it's Mao's Great Leap Forward, okay? Just like the three banners in Biden-Harris lo- the Biden-Harris logo, the three banners, build a better socialist tomorrow. That's Kamala Harris's campaign argument. Let's build an, a, a, an equitable, equal society by having equality of outcome. We control it so everybody's poor, everybody's starving to death. It's build back better. It's the same... Slogans just redesigned a little bit. The great leap forward, the great reset, says Klaus Schwab. The I mean, he people compare him to a James. He's not a James Bond villain. He's like he's like an alien leader in some like sci-fi movie where the aliens are kind of humanoid. He's just this monstrous, monstrous demonic force like Bill Gates and the rest of them that act like that, that do those kind. They're not human. But I'm digressing from the point. The point is, the things that have been done to coerce and intimidate and identify us as individuals as potential threats to the state. Remember when people used to be concerned about terrorist watch lists and you post something on Facebook and maybe it's about 9-11 and you make it onto the terrorist watch list magically. They have to do additional screening at the airport. And you could be a domestic terrorist labeled as such and then have your rights stripped away and be detained in one of the black sites that Obama ran in Chicago. You can look that up, Telegraph and other news articles. Obama ran uh, black sites where people were deprived of uh, legal counsel. They were deprived of a phone call. They were deprived of any acknowledgement of you're a human being. You have rights. Let's abide by it. No, they just chain. I read the articles. They just chain people to the floor. Under the Obama administration, 
Oh, and they built those cages at the border but that they blame Trump for. And by the way, Trump's not a leader. If Trump was a leader, he, he, they'd be going after these people, like publicly. No more of this secret spy versus spy behind the scenes crap. Prosecute these people now. I want them prosecuted now under the Patriot Act. The same Patriot Act that they used to coerce us into conformity. To label anyone who spoke against the dictums of the state authority, of the technocracy, of the medical dictatorship. To be labeled as an enemy of the state and have their rights stripped away. An American citizen who would be lowered to that of a detainee at Guantanamo Bay. To be tortured, to be abused, to have false confessions extracted. If you read the Patriot Act, it gives us the teeth and it gives us the authority legally to prosecute governors and mayors and people like Fauci just for acts of domestic terrorism, not to mention the violation of federal and state law, human rights law, the Nuremberg Code, the Geneva Convention. I mean, it's just boom, 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 just one after, just so many different ways, so many different varieties of ways to prosecute and put these people in prison forever and some of them for acts of treason to hang them. You don't get to break the social contract. You don't get to terrify people and terrorize people. And then when those people say, we're going to put your head on a chopping block after a fair process, that is due. You don't get to tell those people that they're violent criminals and terrorists for suggesting that you, for violating not only the social contract, but state, federal, international law and the law of God and nature. You don't get to tell those people that they get to go to jail. You go to jail. You are the criminal. You are the terrorist. Fauci is the terrorist under the Patriot Act. Joe Biden is a terrorist under the Patriot Act. Like, I get rid of everything else. We're looking at the Patriot Act. Remember that the Patriot Act was passed October 26th of 2001, just a little bit over a month after September 11th. Magically, hundreds of pages come together with very intricate details of how to go after and define terrorists so anybody can be a terrorist. And then the NDAA comes along, and any American can be an enemy combatant. And all of the United States is a battleground. Setting the stage for what's happening now. Slow, incremental poison drip. So if you tell someone that you don't have to get a vaccine or you don't have to wear a mask, no one's going to force you to do these things. I mean, ultimately, in any authoritarian state, whether under Mussolini or Adolf Hitler or Mao Zedong or Pol Pot or any of these these people. Pol Pot might be a little different, but under any of these people, like they, there, there were people that were forced to do things and people that were murdered in mass. But these these didn't these things didn't happen every day. I mean, you 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 could 
you could live in in China in in relative seclusion during the Great Leap Forward or the Cultural Revolution and, and not be beaten to death or tortured, but you wouldn't be able to participate in anything that was going on. You couldn't go out in public. You'd have to seclude yourself and isolate because if you went out in public and did something, you know, you could be arrested and beaten and tortured for simply looking at a, at a local cadre the wrong way. So you'd be okay if you stayed to yourself and you hid in the woods. Well, at some point you would be because at first anybody that went into the woods to hide, they hunted them down like dogs and slaughtered them because, you know, the angry Maoist youth brigades and the Red Guards and the terrorists that terrorized over decades China, just like the Red Terror in Russia, just had free range to do whatever they want. They made lists like AOC said we should make lists. They checked them twice. They executed people. They raped thousands of women. They murdered children. All in the name of the great revolution and our great leader, Mao Zedong. What a wonderful leader, Mao Zedong. He gets the meat. He gets the house. He gets the heat. He gets all the women. He gets transportation. He gets everything. But you have to work in slums. You have to work with no shoes in conditions that are 40 degrees below. You know, you lose your foot. You die of starvation. You die of exposure. That's because that, that's what you deserve. Okay, you're a member of the proletarian class. You don't get to go to Elysium. You don't get to go to the space station. You get to stay on Earth and have robots beat you if you step out of line. You get to stay on Earth and die of environmental toxicity and poison that those on the space station were responsible for. You don't get to go to that space station. You don't get to have thoughts. You're like one of those clones in that movie, The Island. You are bred for a specific purpose to serve the elite. And that's their ideology. That's what they believe. And some that might not be the powers that shouldn't be or the elite, they're, they're like this. And they know, they know full, full well the rule of law. Well, it's not just in the United States. You have the same kinds of laws in Canada. You have similar laws in Europe. Not, a, not the Patriot Act, but you have things that prevent you from being medically experimented on, like the Nuremberg Code, for example. They know they can't force you to do something. So what does the chief medical officer, Dr. Williams in Canada, what does he say? Well, he tells you what I've been telling you. But will you, as the chief medical officer of health, in any way make some sort of mandatory uh, vaccination uh, recommendation? So similar to our, our all our immunization programs in the province of Ontario, um, and we have some special acts related to that, like the Immunization of School Pupils Act, etc., uh, we can't force someone to take a vaccine. Oh, they can't force someone to take a vaccine. So that should make you feel better. I won't have to get a vaccine. I'll just go to work. I'll take my kid to school and go to the store and get some groceries after work, and we'll have a nice dinner and watch a movie. Well, actually, you're not going to be able to do any of that because you can't force someone to take a vaccine, but you can take away their job and their kids and their money and their house. You can take everything away if they don't get a vaccine, which would be, by definition, an act of terrorism under Section 802, domestic terrorism defined in the Patriot Act and U.S. Section 233, U.S. Code, Title 18, intimidation and coercion of a civilian population is a violation 
of the Patriot Act, and you can be prosecuted for acts of domestic terrorism. And in Canada, looks like it's the same thing there. We can't force you to do it, but if you don't do it, guess what? Game over. So similar to our, our all our immunization programs in the province of Ontario, um, and we have some special acts related to that, like the Immunization of School Pupils Act, etc. Uh, we can't force someone to take a vaccine. Uh, that's clear, and because we want to make sure that people say they only would want it, and we want to make sure we have all the information they need. As well. see, they want you to tell them, violate my rights, lie to me, manipulate me, torture me, terrorize me. And you're saying all that subconsciously with your actions. If you don't have any free thought, you don't have any conscious thought, your subconscious is dictating everything. And the psychological torture and the psychological warfare, like from Yale University, where Yale University, you can find a copy of this on our website about vaccine messaging, where they're talking about using Messages of economic freedom, personal freedom, self-interest, community interest, economics, guilt, embarrassment. Look at that. Look at that. Yale University says, we're going to go back to Dr. Williams. Yale University says that you should get a vaccine or you should face the psychological consequences of you not getting a vaccine because it's going to hurt other people. They actually say guilt, use guilt, use embarrassment to coerce people into getting a vaccine. Yale University, you're in violation of the U.S. Patriot Act. You are intimidating and attempting to coerce a civilian population into doing something that is dangerous. The term domestic terrorism means activities that involve acts dangerous to human life, like forcing an untested and never to be proven vaccination on people based on guilt and shame and embarrassment and intimidation and coercion and fear and terrorizing that individual. You are domestic terrorists. You should be prosecuted under Public Law 10756, the U.S. Patriot Act, Section 802BI. I'll tell you exactly where to go to find it. I mean, there are several sections here we can prosecute you under. All of these people at Yale University involved in this study, all of them should be prosecuted. Fauci should be prosecuted. Bill Gates should be put on trial in a world court and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law and prosecuted domestically in the United States. He is an international James Bond villain, terrorist, criminal, demon. And Klaus Schwab, all these pieces of filth. You, maybe you think that this is just like a podcast, and I'm just yelling about things I don't understand. No, I've read the law. I know what the Patriot Act says. I have a copy of it in front of me. I know what Yale said. I know what Dr. Williams is saying. Dr. Williams, the chief medical officer in Canada, is telling you we can't force you to do these things as Canadians. But if you don't do them, well, we're just going to absorb. We're breaking the social contract. We're going to absorb the infrastructure and the community and the culture, it's ours now. And if you'd like to participate, you're going to have to get a vaccine. You're going to have to do things we want you to do. 
And so two weeks of lockdown turned into mandatory vaccines four times a year, unless you're black, and then they give you five. Maybe you'd like to read about Tuskegee and syphilis and a couple hundred black men. And it turned into, you will get a vaccination card, says CNN. Everyone will get a vaccination card. It will tell you that you've been vaccinated. It'll be a very simple thing. And people will ask you for your papers and businesses will require the vaccination cards. And here's my question. Is any of this been been done under the 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 threat of um of an unconstitutional law an un, an unlawful and illegal action no it's not and that's what you need to understand they're not going to make a vaccine mandatory in the way that you think it's going to be mandatory if you want to participate in human society because they're creating a breakaway civilization. They're creating a secondary culture, society, and civilization within the one that exists to cut off all the fat in a litmus test to see who will participate and who won't. And they know they can't force you to do it, so they won't force you to do it. But they'll scare you. They'll terrorize you and tell you, you're going to get it. And when people say, hey, you can't force us, well, you're right, we can't force you. And you're like, thank God, they're not going to force me. And then they say, actually, we're going to force you. You're like, wait a minute, I said, you said you weren't. Well, I'm not going to get one. I'm, no, I'm not going to participate. Okay, well, we won't do it. And you're like, okay, well, that second time is a little bit scarier, but I guess they're not going to do it. And by the fourth or fifth time, they tell you, we're going to force it on you. You're like, eh, I don't believe you. Eh, that's just hyperbole. Eh, it's an exaggeration. They're not going to force me to do anything. And I'm not talking about vaccines or masks. I'm talking about things in general. They're not going to force me to do anything. And then they're like, well, just put the noose around your neck. And you're like, okay, you're not going to really do it anyway. And then they hang you. Force someone to take a vaccine. Uh, that's clear. And because we want to make sure that people say the only but would want it. Because that's the only way they can legally and lawfully and humanely sterilize and exterminate you and get you to participate in their litmus test. That's the only way. You have to tell them, I would like you to violate my sovereignty. I would like you to inject this into me. I would l- please, Dr. Fauci, please, Dr. Williams, inject me with an mRNA ribonucleic acid vaccine that DARPA developed and that Harvard professors developed, and I want you to inject it into me And I don't care what's in it. I just want to be safe. I want to go to that baseball game. I want to go out with my friends. I want to date again. I want to go to work. I want to watch Netflix. I want to do all the things I did before. Just please stop terrorizing me. Please. And that's what they're doing. They're terrorizing you. Prosecute them under the Patriot Act. The same noose they nodded for us. Hang them in it. And we want to make sure we have all the information they need, as well as all the safety information, etc. Uh, oh, yeah, there's all kinds of safety information. That's why uh, CNN, MSNBC, and all the big media outlets like uh, Brian Stelzer, they're all telling you things like, well, oh, the vaccine's going to kill 700,000 people. That's out of Bill Gates' mouth. He said that. Uh, well, you know, the vaccine's going to have all these side effects. It's going to be really dangerous. 80, 90% of the people that got sick from the vaccine 
got really, really sick. But then they just tell you, no, it's proven. Proven to do what? <laughs> proven to do what? Proven to, to sterilize you? Proven to make you really sick? What's it proven to do? It's just like labels on products you buy at the store. Chemicals, food, whatever. Proven to do this. Proven to do what? Proven to do what? What is it proven to do? Weed killer tested since 1975. Tested to do what? Give you cancer? What is it tested to do? What we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease in getting into certain settings, if you don't have vaccination, then you're not allowed into that setting without other protection oh, and materials. So what may be mandatory is so proof, uh, of you'll the get the vaccine, the proper product. If you don't get it, you can still travel right now. You can still do things, but you have to have a mask. You have to have your personal protective equipment. If you don't have any of that, you won't be able to participate. And then it'll be the vaccine is working. None of this other st- They'll admit to you. They'll acknowledge at some point masks don't work. Distancing doesn't work. So the vaccine's the only thing that's going to save you. And look, nobody has the flu now because they got vaccinated. So get the COVID vaccine. It'll be good. And then you won't be able to travel or do anything unless you have a vaccine. It won't matter if you wear a mask. You can say, but sir, I put on two masks. Can I please come into your store? No, you, you don't have a vaccination card. Get lost. You're going to make me sick. And they'll get in your face and yell at you. And they'll tell you, get out of here. We're calling the cops. And they'll have their mask wrong on their face, their nose exposed, eyes exposed. I mean, even basic viral theory, like it'll get into your eyes, the mucous membranes. And they'll just stare at you, look right in the face, get in your face and tell you, no, you're going to make me sick. They know you make me sick. You should be prosecuted with Fauci and Dr. Williams and all these other people for acts of domestic terrorism. You should be prosecuted under Nuremberg and the Geneva Convention and federal and state law and human rights law. You should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law because you are criminals and terrorists. And it ends now. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy 
All three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then they, the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio. The mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, the Fringe FM. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, the New York Times bestselling author of Crossfire, Rule by Secrecy, Rise of the Fourth Reich, and my latest one, Our Occulted History, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. You can go to our website at thesecretteachings.info. You can find all the top news stories. You can find our montage archive and the show archive. You can subscribe to both of those. It's the same subscription. You get access to the shows, the montages, my digital books. And right now, for $40 for the entire rest of the year of 2020, you get all of that and you get a physical copy of one of my books 
autographed and it's free shipping in the United States, part of the subscription deal that we do every single year here on The Secret Teachings. The Patriot Act was passed on October 26th of 2001. And the Patriot Act, like many other federal laws, state laws, international law, it gives us the means and the definitions by which to prosecute and to imprison, to jail people that are in violation of human rights law, that are in violation of federal or state law for any number of things, people that are guilty of terrorism domestically, internationally. And the Patriot Act says in Section 802, the term domestic terrorism means activities that involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. The term domestic terrorism means activities that appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. I want you to listen one more time to the chief medical officer, Dr. Williams, in Canada. I know it's in Canada. I know you have different laws, but they're very similar to ours here in the United States. However, Canada also cannot force you to take a vaccine. They can't force you to do certain things. So Dr. Williams tells you, quite honestly, look, we can't force you to do any of this. But we will intimidate, manipulate, gaslight, and coerce you into doing it. Or you don't get to participate in the world anymore. They're creating a breakaway civilization with about 95 to 98%, somewhere around there it looks like, I, I, I'm just using a random number here, of what exists in the world, culture, economics, etc. And they're leaving a percentage of people behind who refuse to participate. That's what it is. Dr. Williams is going to tell you exactly what they're doing. We can't force you to do it, so we'll do this instead. So similar to our, our all our immunization programs in the province of Ontario, um, and we have some special acts related to that, like the Immunization of School Pupils Act, etc., uh, we can't force someone to take a vaccine. Uh, that's clear, and because we want to make sure that people say they only would want it, and we want to make sure we have all the information they need, as well as all the safety information, etc., uh, what we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease in getting into certain settings, if you don't have vaccination, then you're not allowed into that setting without other protection and materials. So what may be mandatory is proof uh, of immunization or vaccination with a proper product in order to have latitude and freedom to move around in certain, like to access into long-term care facilities or the hospital, different things, without wearing other types of form of uh, personal protective equipment, etc. Same as with school attendance. It may be much like our other vaccines. Uh, we haven't gone there yet, but we would make it mandatory for access in and sometimes being excluded if there's a risk or a hazard going on. So it's more of... Um, facility of movement and around that, not that someone is going to be forced to take it against their will. You can't force them to take it against their will. And he tells you 
they will have you removed from these places, long-term care, hospitals, school, unless you participate. They're not going to force you to do it, but if you want to go to school, you want to have a job, you're going to have to have a vaccine. And it doesn't matter if it's a vaccine or they tell you, look, you want to come into this building, we're going to cut your balls off. You know, you want to come into this building, you got to sacrifice your firstborn. That's basically what they're telling you. If they can tell you that we will force you to wear personal protective equipment, we will tell you that you have to have a vaccine or you cannot enter this establishment. You cannot go into a government building. You cannot go to school. You cannot have a job. This is not only the definition of domestic terrorism under the Patriot Act, Section 802. It's also intense, overt gaslighting. Why do they call it personal protective equipment if it's supposed to protect you, yet if you don't wear it, people are afraid that it's going to make them sick? You being fully exposed as a sovereign human being. If the personal protective equipment is really personal protective equipment and you're wearing it, it shouldn't matter if I have it on or not. If a vaccine is meant to protect you, shouldn't matter if I have one or not. Your body should be ready to fight those terrible germs that are in my body, making me sick with no symptoms. And you see that if we were being told that personal protective equipment is to protect you and not other people, and the vaccines are to protect you and not other people, and you can choose whether you want to participate or not, then I would believe what I'm being told. But when I'm being told that in order to protect others, I have to restrict myself. In order to protect me, the government has to force others to wear personal protective equipment. But they can't actually force you. They can just terrorize businesses. And they can terrorize schools. And they can terrorize everybody into coercing to the conformity that they would like to see. That is called psychological warfare, and that under Section 802 of the Public Law 107-56, Section 802, Definition of Domestic Terrorism, 5A. The term domestic terrorism means activities that involve acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state. The term domestic terrorism means activities that appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion. Section 2331, U.S. Code, Title 18. The term international terrorism means activities that involve violent acts or acts dangerous to human life that are a violation of the criminal laws of the United States or of any state, or that would be a criminal violation if committed within the jurisdiction of the United States or of any state. The term international terrorism means activities that appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population, to influence the policy of a government by intimidation or coercion, to affect the conduct of a government by mass destruction, assassination, or kidnapping, 
and Title 18.2331, which is quoted in the Patriot Act as being the definition which is partly amended by the Patriot Act for domestic and international terrorism. Domestic and international terrorism are basically the same thing. You violate state and federal law. You do it outside to influence the internal, or you do it inside to influence the internal. This is prosecutable under the U.S. Patriot Act. And whether it's the influence of China, all of the incredibly naked and brazen election fraud, or the doctors and the governors and the mayors that tell you how terrifying and how dangerous this sickness is and then don't wear any of their own protective personal equipment or personal protective equipment. It's supposed to protect you, but they tell you, no, it protects other people. So why isn't it called other people protective equipment? Why is it called personal protective equipment? Because it's all an exercise in perception management. It's all psychological warfare. The wording is meant to persuade you and imply and subtly demand that your conscious abides, that your subconscious is under control and abides, and that you do not have a free thought. How dare you question what PPE is? It's personal. Well, then why am I having to wear it to protect others? The Patriot Act also goes on in Section 803, Subsection 2339, Harboring or Concealing Terrorists. Whoever harbors or conceals any person who he knows or has reasonable grounds to believe has committed, and it goes on to list a number of actions, Section 844F committed things relating to arson and bombing of government property, risking or causing injury or death. So all the prosecutors, all the judges who allow the violent Black Lives Matter protesters and rioters to bomb federal facilities, to throw Molotov cocktails, to destroy federal, state, and local property, all the people that participated, all the celebrities that gave money to bail these criminals out of jail, all of them are committing acts of terrorism, according to the Patriot Act. I didn't write this. I didn't sign this. I'm simply reading it. The ideology, the mindset, and the criminal behavior of those who passed this public law that passed the Patriot Act a little over a month after September 11th, those that put this noose together for the rest of us, those that tell us to wear masks but don't wear them themselves, they are guilty of the very thing that they accuse us of. They are guilty of the very thing that they establish Guidelines and laws and orders and policies and demands and strongly worded recommendations that you do what they tell you to do, but they aren't going to do it. They will terrorize you. They will lie. They will gaslight you. They will tell you there's nothing you can do 
If you want to participate in this society, if you want to participate and have a job and have a family and have a relationship and have friends, if you want to go to the movie, if you want to go to the store, you will do all of these things. And I don't think that business owners on average or people that work at companies, the average person has no idea, no idea. They don't know they're violating ADA. They don't know they're violating HIPAA. Well, what's your medical condition? What's your medical condition? You can't shop here without a mask on. You can't shop here without a vaccine. That's going to be happening within 12 months. You can't shop here without a vaccine certificate. CNN just said that vaccine cards are going to be given out to people that get vaccines. And then you know, you know that businesses will not let you in unless you have that vaccine card. And they'll tell you, well, we do curbside pickup. Or they'll tell you what the chief medical officer of Canada said. Well, you won't be able to go places unless you have that personal protective equipment. So you won't have to get the vaccine. Well, then it'll be, it's too dangerous to bring your food to your car. And it's too dangerous, even with personal protective equipment. I'm predicting right now, within the next year, they're going to tell you that masks don't really serve as great of a purpose as they originally told you. And all the PPE stuff, none of it really works. So you'll have to get the vaccine to protect people. And all the morons who for the last year have been terrified at home glued to the television, glued to their smartphone, reading Reddit on the extreme left and the extreme right, thinking that Trump's a monster or Trump's there to save you. You've all been duped. Thinking that there's going to be a mandatory vaccine, you don't have a way out of it. Well, there's a way out of it. You just won't be able to live anymore. Call it the mark of the beast. Call it whatever you want. You've been duped into thinking that if I just go along with it, things will get better. Two-week lockdown. One-month lockdown. Wear a mask for a little bit. Joe Biden just came out and said he wants you to wear a mask for 100 days. Just 100 days? It's okay. Just 100 days. And it's over. Don't worry. Just 100 days. Masking. Uh, It is important that we, in fact, uh, the president and the vice president, we set the the, the pattern by wearing masks. But beyond that, where the federal government has authority, I'm going to issue... A standing order that in federal buildings you have to be masked and in transportation. Where the federal government has authority. Uh, You don't have it. But go ahead and tell people from the office of the president-elect all that illusory power you have. This criminal, monstrous Chinese agent Joe Biden. And that's not rhetoric. Those are those are like it's a factual statement. The guy works for China. And he literally looks like the crooked man. He literally looks like something from The Conjuring. State transportation, you must be masked in airplanes and buses, etc. And so uh, it's, a, it's a matter of, and I think my inclination, uh, Jake, is on the first day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days to mask. Not forever, 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction if we occur that. Just let me put the tip in. Just put the handcuffs on. Just 100 days. That's it. Nothing bad. Nothing big. Nothing too strenuous. Just 100 days. Just get in the car. Just come over here. It's okay. Can you help me find my lost puppy? Can you, can you, can you get in the car and help me? Would you like some candy? Just 100 days. It's okay. 100 days. Can you believe this guy? Can you believe this demon? Can you believe people like this with a straight face and it's so brazen tell you just a hundred days of a mask and it'll all be over? 
Just like two weeks of a lockdown, it'll all be over. A hundred days of a mask, it'll all be over. It'll never be over. And it'll always be the one person who doesn't conform, their fault, why it's not over. And everybody who wore the mask for those hundred days, in this example, will say it's because that one person somewhere in the Midwest was taking a jog, was taking a hike with their dog, totally isolated and alone. And someone reported them to the health authorities when they saw them walk by. And they said, they don't have a mask on. And the health authorities say, well, that's why the cases are rising again, because this one person with their dog out in the wilderness didn't have a mask on. This is a monumental hoax. It is so convoluted, and there is so much minutia that most people just capitulate. They acquiesce to the terror. This is psychological waterboarding. This is torture. This is the Bitterman chart to a T, from isolation to trivial demands. This is a violation of the United States Patriot Act. And this act was passed to label anybody who disagreed with authorities, anybody who disagreed with the state, as a terrorist and to strip them of their rights. And the people that passed this, the people that signed it with or without reading it, and the people that are violating it today are prosecutable under the Patriot Act. Domestic terrorism, intimidation and coercion of a civilian population, forcing government, forcing civilians to do things through intimidation, fear, and terrorism. Harboring and concealing people who are guilty of arson and bombing government property. All the Antifa scumbags, those pieces of trash Antifa, those little communist youth brigades that if you actually stand up to them, like physically stand up to them and say, what are you going to do? They run away and piss their pants. A bunch of people that think they get a place in the new reset. They get a place at the table with Mao. Maybe you want to read your communist manifesto a little bit closer because Mao Zedong, for decades, constantly purged his closest supporters because that keeps people in a trivial state of terror. You'll do anything and everything to make him happy. You'll do anything and everything to make the authorities happy. Just let me shop. Just let me go out and eat. Just let me work. Just let me participate. This is terrorism. Plain and simple. It's a terrorist act, domestically and internationally, under the Patriot Act, Law Public 10756, Title 18, U.S. Code 2331. It's a violation with vaccines and other medical tyrannies under the Nuremberg Code. It's a violation of multiple federal laws, human rights laws, state laws. It's not the law that is at fault. Laws don't prevent criminals from being criminals. What stops criminal activity are when we work within the system of law and we prosecute and we go after the people who are violating the laws that do preserve our liberty, 
and that do make us safer and that do protect us. And if you do not prosecute and go after these people, they'll keep doing it and doing it until they erode the very system that allowed them the open freedom to violate that very system. And once they erode it, it won't matter if you try to prosecute them, you try to go after them. There won't be a system in place to do that. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Thank you all so much for listening tonight. www.thesecretteachings.info That's www.thesecretteachings.info $40 for a one-year subscription to the archive with great guests and timeless subjects. You'll also get access to the montages. You'll also get access to all my digital books and a free copy of one of my books autographed free shipping in the United States. www.thesecretteachings.info If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com. That's rdgable at yahoo.com. That's how you can donate through PayPal as well, rdgable at yahoo.com. And uh, don't forget to check out the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. There's also the fringe.fm, the new website. You can download the Fringe FM app. Stay in contact with us. Have a good weekend. Stay safe, stay informed. And we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.